What's up, guys? Welcome to episode one of MFit Radio. So stoked to finally bring you a podcast. I'm M in the MFit. This is Emily Schramm, nutritional therapy practitioner, CrossFit coach, personal trainer, blah, 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 blah. Basically, I just love health and fitness, and I want to get you so strong and so healthy and just the best version of yourself. That's what I'm I'm here for. So I'm going to interview some really great guests. My goal is to kind of tackle it all. We're going to talk about being strong, being nerdy, being alpha, really entertaining things coming your way. Um, of course, I wouldn't be able to do this without the help of my sponsors. I find this so hilarious because my first sponsor is my MPAC. <laughs> so my backpack turned fitness training bag, I am sponsoring myself in a way. So this is the MPAC that I started on Kickstarter last January. It was 700% funded, an incredible success, and now we are at www.thempac.com. If you are looking for a way to get outside to take your fitness um, along with you on your next adventure, the MPAC is where it's at. Patent pending straps remove, you tighten it up, and you can use water or sand as weight. So it's portable. You don't have to worry about dragging weight around wherever you go. It's an awesome way to stay in shape on the road. Theimpact.com. Use 10% or get 10% off with discount MFIT Radio at the website for all my listeners because I love you so much. And also, this is brought to you by PureWad. So PureWad is a beef protein isolate company. So they use beef protein instead of whey or dairy, another dairy product. They have protein, they have a recovery post-workout, they have a pre-workout, and they have a greens powder, all that are very clean and Emily approved. I use it for my challengers because so many people can't handle dairy. I use it for myself because I can't handle dairy. doesn't hurt my stomach. Three ingredients or less for all the, all the, um, products except for the greens. The greens has a ton of vitamins, minerals, everything you can want in a greens product. And they are amazing. Great company to work with. This episode one is about being strong. So this is my Be Strong series. I brought my friend, coworker. He's just awesome. You guys are going to love him. His name's Wade Kilgore. He does a great job at breaking down hard concepts and making it attainable for all his clients. He's been a trainer for over 10 years, um, has seen incredible results with those things, with his clients, whether it's dealing with corrective exercise or weight loss. I'm just really happy to have him not only on the podcast, but as a friend and on my team. I love working with them. I think you're going to enjoy it. And of course, if you like the episode, share it. You can post about it. This is our first one, but you can review it, do whatever you want. Um, I'm really excited to start this finally. It's been a long time coming. Welcome to the show. <laughs> and fit radio 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 what's up guys emily here and fit radio this is my first um podcast of the series be strong so i brought somebody that knows me probably better than anyone we go way back this is wade kilgore my best friend Coworker, former boss. <laughs> Wait, say what's up. What's up? So, what do you call yourself when people say, "What do you do"? Um, I like to tell people I'm in like the health and wellness realm, right? I don't like to like put myself in like one sort of box because I do lots of different things, um, everywhere from like you know personal training, correcting postural deviations and movement patterns, and body work, and facial stretching, and teach yoga so and then i know a decent amount of nutrition because my best friend is like super into it she's <laughs> so into it do i get annoying being your best friend and like when i you know like in general I, he, <laughs> he tells me i give him judgment eyes and i don't mean to i just like i know for you wade yeah what you like what causes <clears throat> symptoms that you deal with and struggle with oh, yeah. so i have a hard time just like accepting the fact that you eat certain foods because i'm like don't do that because you're gonna feel like shit and you're gonna regret it well let me clarify like it's i mean that's like taking it mildly like i'll call him and she'll be like you sound nasally did you eat dairy <laughs> last night i'm like shoot i totally did eat dairy last night like how did she know but she knows like she can tell just by like the way i'm talking or breathing or something like that which is like i'm a pretty my diet's pretty dialed in i'd like to say but it used to be 
Let's talk about what. Oh, you want to talk about how I used to be? <laughs> we, no, I'm not going to. I'm not going to put you on the spot I, like that. You can that. put me on French Street. We I'm have cool with all it. been there, or some people still are there. There's. Yeah. I'm not. I don't really want to like go down that at road some road. at some point. There was a diet that sucked, right? For yeah. whoever it was. I used to have. I used to live on Taco Bell, so we've all been there. I want to talk about how we met. Okay. Because let's I talk think this it. is so entertaining and it's pivotal. Fun. It's pretty funny. You're a big part of this, so yeah. Um, I just like it because Wade, you know, he talks about fascial stretching and yoga when he introduced himself, but like he was not into this at all. So Mm -hmm. when I met him six years ago, I'm going to try to do my little bio in like 30 seconds or less. Elevator speech. Elevator speech. Well, I don't know. There's no, I'm, (laughs) I feel like like it's not, not going up anywhere, but with my life story, I was at Starbucks working at college campus, Mizzou. Um, unhappy, unsatisfied, ready to get the F out of Missouri, applied to different Starbucks on mountain resorts because I wanted to learn how to snowboard, ended up at Keystone, Colorado. Then I started getting into the gym because I was like, oh my gosh, I have to do something other than just snowboard and smoke weed because that's all people do when they live on the mountain, (laughs) let's be honest. (laughs) It was just like the worst health that I had gotten into. And so anyway, I ended up becoming a personal trainer outside of when I started to feel this transformation, see this transformation inner and outer. And that's how I became a trainer. I could not find a job anywhere (laughs) that would hire a brand new personal trainer. It was like one of the hardest things ever. We could talk about this in some other podcasts, but basically the first job I landed was 24 hour fitness. And I started at the front desk and that's I had met you as I was transitioning from the front desk to a personal trainer because I knew they weren't going to hire just a brand new personal trainer. And so it just took a long time to get to that point, but you were my fitness manager. Yes. Yes. Ooh, that was a long speech. Sorry. It was funny. Yeah, it was funny because I had just moved to to Colorado at the exact same time. And you actually moved from Missouri. From Missouri. Yeah. From Kansas City. KC Mo. I don't know about all that, (laughs) but... But I'm then my buddy was like, "Oh, you're gonna you're gonna train this girl. She's gone right now, but when she gets back, you're gonna do her onboarding process and all that jazz." And I was like, "Okay, cool." And then this girl walks in. That's just like, "Are you talking about me?" Yeah, Emily. Emily walks in, <laughs> and she's just like super. You know, her presence alone is just. It's awesome, but it's it's cool. But like, I talked to her like within five minutes, and I was like, you know what? You should like work here for like a month and then get out quick because you're, you know, you just have so much to offer and you need a bigger avenue, a bigger platform to express yourself and to reach more people. Well, shit, Wade. So anyways, (laughs) well, this happened. So I was like, okay, well, thanks. I appreciate that a lot. I didn't mean, you didn't have to like, I really do. That's true. Well, thank you. But he basically was like, start your own business. And he was the person that kind of pushed me into starting Unleash Fitness and personal training and you know, the things that I do now. So the reason I like this is when we met each other. So talk about your former philosophy as if it, you know, you were like full in globo gym. I can go into some stories. Like about... sales mode? No, or I'm what? talking about your squatting. Oh man. Okay. <laughs> Basically I want to talk about, this is about being strong, right? Yeah. So like when a lot of people hear about being strong and this is how I used to think, and I know it's definitely how you used to think is that strength came from numbers on bench press. Strength came from numbers on squats, but throughout your practice, since I've known you, you started getting into yoga, you started getting into facial stretching, and that that's now a huge piece of who you are. Yeah. And I'm just really curious, I would love to hear, you know, eventually getting into that, like, what made you get more into that side of things, and what gains have you gotten from taking a step back from just strength training, five by fives, or hatch or small up programs, yeah. and then in turn incorporating yoga, and how have you seen results from that? So I think... First off, talk about how you, how you used to be. Like, yeah. what kind of, what was your fitness mentality? And okay. can I tell them the squat yeah. story? No. no, you should. Tell yeah, them I'll stuff. tell the squat story for sure. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> um, I mean, I guess I would go back to. I mean, my whole life I was an athlete, always growing up. Uh, but I was super into wrestling, and then I was a collegiate wrestler. And then my whole life I was always uh, like pulling weight and losing weight and having to, you know, get smaller, even though. I'm not a big individual to begin with anyway. So then I was like, you know, I'm going to get 
huge after college wrestling. I was like, I'm going to get so big. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to lift all the weights possible. So I did. That's what I did. I was like, you know, straight bodybuilder style where I was going like one muscle group a day pretty much. And, you know, just total, complete hypertrophy of all muscles and everything together. Um, and so then I got up big. I got to like one, almost to like 175, 180. What did you start at? And I started at like 155. Okay. Okay. Um, and that was my approach to fitness. Like how much bigger can I get? But then I was noticing that my body was still always hurting. You know, like something was, I was in a constant state of just something being broken down, whether it was my shoulder or whether it was like just my legs being sore. I mean, I couldn't, you know, walk upstairs without being tired because my body just wasn't comfortable at that weight. And then, you know, my body hurt all the time. And I was like, dude, I'm going to try yoga on my off days so I can work on my mobility game. When did you start yoga? Mm, About three and a half years ago. Yeah. Just started, went in one day, and I was like, man, this yoga game is super hard, and I really struggled with it, and I was like, that's, like, really an element that I was missing. Uh, my range of motion and movements was way off, and so this can come in, too. So I was getting ready to start, like, one of my meathead workouts, and I was doing leg day, and one of his other trainers said, can I work out with you? I was like, sure, no problem. He's like, also, uh, Emily's going to join us. So I was like, oh, this is back in the day. Yeah, this, this is, is like six years ago. Yeah, this is six years ago. We're so throwing the, it back. Yeah, so this is six years ago, and I was just starting. And I was like, normally I just lifted by myself and did my own thing. And I was like, all right. I didn't normally lift with females, no offense, like, but I did it because I was like, they can't lift as much weight as me. Um, so we, it was leg day. And we, <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> it was leg day, and we get underneath the squat rack, and I was like, I squat like, you know, like, 350 like no problem no big deal and we just like start moving the rack up and I, I after my first set I get done and then she looks at me and she's like what was that and I was like what do you mean <laughs> that was my squat she was like you didn't even go parallel I was like no I totally did she's like that's not a squat she's like ass to grass <laughs> <laughs> basically yeah. basically there was a humble moment we we ended up taking off like 90 pounds each yeah. side yeah in order for you to get that full range of motion. Yeah. And I don't, you know, just so you guys know, I don't necessarily think ass to grass. Obviously, that flexibility is amazing, but it's really rare for somebody to be able to keep that flexibility for that long um, or without messing up their lumbar curve. So as long yeah. as you're hitting below parallel, yeah. even if it's a quarter of an inch, yeah. then I'm all for it. Uh, but now you squat like a beast. I do squat Aren't like a beast. Aren't you glad that I changed your squat? You totally changed my squat. You changed my nutrition. Well, I you know, I do what I can. I do what I can. do what I can. So talk to me. Um, yoga, you went into yoga. So this is where we differ. Just so you guys, you guys know, like, I hate yoga. How often Whoa, have you seen me do yoga? Um, I, you already know this. You've gone to yoga with me in six years, and I, I go religiously. She's been with me maybe once or twice. It's it's bad. Like, I yeah. just, I, mentally, it's really hard for me. I know I should do it, blah, blah, blah. Everyone says it's great. I think it's great that it changes people's lives. It's changed Wade's lives, and I love that, and I appreciate that. But I just, I just haven't, I haven't been to the point where I can do it. So I think it's good. Maybe you can convince me throughout this podcast why doing yoga will make me stronger. All right, deal. Let's okay. do it. Three, two, one, go. I'm just kidding. Oh, like, <laughs> oh man! All right. So tell me about the benefits. So obviously you're in pain. Um, there's a couple components to that, right? You're inflamed. You're pre- I knew a lot of it has to do with your diet and your nutrition, but also because you're carrying mass that you shouldn't be carrying mm-hmm. or that was unnatural for your body. Mm-hmm. Um, but outside of those two pieces, like just thinking yoga, how has yoga directly improved your life as far as your performance in the gym? Um, well, it, I mean, it's helped me correct, <clears throat> correct like muscular imbalances that I, that I have and help me fix my movement patterns, I would say, are, you know, the biggest things. Um, if a muscle's tight, you know, or you have knots in it, it can't fully fire. If it can't fully fire, then, you know, that takes away from your strength. A tight muscle is a weak muscle. So yoga helps me mobilize, um, increase 
uh, muscle fiber recruitment and allows me to be stronger. With <laughs> no, no, that's good. Talk to me about common. So you're a personal trainer. You see anywhere from five to nine clients a day. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about your most commonly seen um, muscular imbalances or uh, postural deviances. What whatever you uh, think are the most common. Well, I mean, uh, absolutely anterior pelvic tilt. Um, you know, tight hip flexors for sure. So talk, um, I think they're going to be really interesting. So a lot of people that are, are sedentary, right? We're a sedentary lifestyle. We, you know, we sit at work, we sit when we're driving, we sit when we're watching TV, we sit all day. So then we're sitting right now. We are sitting right now. So <laughs> we're cross-legged. We're cross-legged. I'm cross-legged. I am uh, now. <laughs> now she is cross-legged. <laughs> um, so those hip flexors and everything are at a shortened state. And then that, um, you know, obviously, in turn, um, hinders your ability to fire your glutes. Yeah. Right? So I feel like that's um, one of the biggest partial deviations. And then also, like, uh, kyphosis, like like rounded shoulders, right? Because people are always leaning forward, whether they're grabbing a steering wheel, whether they're typing on their computer, whether they're playing a video game, whatever it is, we're always slouched over. So then they get the rounded shoulders as well. For sure. So your favorite, um, let's just break it down. Your favorite uh, exercises for that, obviously, with the tight hip flexors and anterior pelvic tilt, couch stretching and glute activation, right? Yeah. Um, I, I mean, like pre, pre-working out, I'm a huge fan of uh, activation. Like what am I going to hit that day and how can I get those muscles to start firing? Oh, man. This brings to my attention. Remember when we... I need to talk to you about this. I think because I've always thought about, okay, I'm about to activate a muscle. So for example, I'm going to do squats below, below parallel, below, not weight squats, not, not weight squats, pre, pre the light, (laughs) pre enlightenment. So enlightenment, enlightenment, (laughs) I like it. So we have squats, it's squat day. People have tight hip flexors. I have tight hip flexors. I just got off the plane or whatever reason. So this is my go-to. I inhibit the muscle. So I'm going to make sure that the muscle is released. So for me, I've always gone straight to couch stretch, of course. And then I always go to the foam roller. If I want to mash that muscle. So the piriformis, the quads, I want to inhibit, especially the quads, I want to inhibit them so that I can start activating the glutes. Then I get into glute activation. Mm -hmm. And those are the lateral walkings, glute bridges, kickbacks, all the things that I have my clients do. So you were telling me that you don't necessarily think that that's always the best way to go. Um, Right. I think that, I mean, just like through doing... You know, continually doing research, continually adapting, and I mean, obviously, you guys are probably figuring out that's a theme in my own practice, in my own path uh, with health and wellness is constantly adapting, constantly changing. But when we foam roll, right, what are we doing? We're causing trauma to that tissue, right? What do we do when we lift weights and things like that? We're causing trauma to the tissue. So I feel like if you're going to lift or work out or do a certain muscle group that it's better to just work on activation so just doing like you were saying like the 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 bird dogs the lateral band walking the floor bridges doing that and trying to sustain from the foam rolling ahead of time and then waiting till afterwards like if you want to foam roll afterwards go ahead get into it make it happen but um if you can get that muscle to fire without doing that So what if I did lunges the day before and my ass is so sore and like I could do standing pigeon and I'm like barely getting into the, a good standing pigeon stretch and I can just feel my glutes. You still think that I should go straight into activation even with a really tight ass? Yes. (laughs) Really? Yeah, I totally do. And, and altogether, like really, I'm not a huge fan. Like I'm, I'm a huge, let me like make sure I phrase this the right way. Because, I mean, I'm a believer in, in static stretching to some point, but you need to also hold those poses. I mean, a lot of textbooks will tell you like 40 seconds, but I'm, I'm more of a believer of like two minutes. Before a workout? No. 
this after. Is, like, if I'm going to mobilize it, it's going to be, like, two minutes after. Because then I'm going to start really getting into that fascial tissue, that connective tissue. Talk to me. Yeah. So you got into fascial stretching. What is, so this is a recent thing. You just got certified in the full process. Yeah. You learned about all the fascia. Explain what fascia, fascia, fascia? Fascia. 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 <laughs> Explain what fascia is. Uh, myofascial is uh, your connective tissue. So it's it's um, these outer sheaths that wrap all the way around your body. And you have like different lines, um, different fascial lines throughout, like your front line, superficial front line, side line, all these different things. And these are usually what really, like we, we focus on um, stretching muscles. Um, but really we need to get into that connective tissue if we really want to start to correct those movement patterns um, and start to correct those muscular imbalances. Um, so, I mean, that's, that, I mean, that's the key to really start correcting those um, pains that you have, low back pain, shoulder pain, or something like that, is through, you know, whether you're using like a lacrosse ball, a foam roller, whether you're having someone else like stretch you out. So that's what you started doing, right? Mm-hmm. And what's yeah. that called? Uh, FST, fascial stretching therapy. Cool. What you've, you've seen really great results with that. Talk to me a little bit about that. I've seen amazing results. I see a therapist once a week and I get stretched out. Um, I've always had shoulder pain. Um, like I said earlier, I was a, a wrestler growing up and all through college and tore my labrum uh, and my rotator cuff and then I've always had like and then I just went right back into wrestling I didn't rehab it or anything like that and then I turned into a meathead like I said so I never took the time to really regain that range of motion in my shoulder that I need to have and then subsequently had pain in my you know like my right knee and things like that because of that fascial line that connects and I'm compensating constantly for that that shoulder so now getting into that therapy and really taking the time to address that balance it's like the first time I'm 34 years old and it's the first time like I can actually say that I can lift and I can do my shoulders and I don't have like any kind of impingement or sharp pain in that shoulder it's yeah really changed my life dun 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 dun, dun. so I should do it more yeah she should do it more um so somebody at home like what I mean is an FST thing something easy to find? Do you think you should suggest... If you had to pick... Yeah. Like, let me say this. If you had to pick, like, one way, like, first... If you had one thing for somebody, a foam roller, a lacrosse ball, or a person, or some sort of means of stretching out or fascial technique or whatever it is, myofascial release, what would you suggest? Like, what's your tier of... Um, well, preference? I think, obviously body work if you can have if you can have somebody else if you have like a therapist that can provide like fascial stretching for you which you can just go to uh stretch uh stretch to win's website and you can find a local therapist near you and they're nationwide they're everywhere um they're awesome to have uh and also they can read your body better you know even than yourself um it's just like I have somebody else write my, my weightlifting programming now because I know what my problems are, but that doesn't mean I'm necessarily as willing to address them or like I see my weaknesses, but I also want to steer towards my strengths because it's it's better, right? It's a better time. Everybody wants to do what they're good at. Nobody wants to do what they're bad at. Yeah. Sure. So um, same kind of way when it comes to body work type stuff. Like you think that this is your problem and you keep addressing a certain thing, but maybe it's this whole other pattern and sometimes you have to step outside the box or step outside your own body to really see that and observe that so i would you know find a therapist but then also you have to use all modalities i feel like when... i like use the you guys know this maybe if you don't you'll find this out very quickly now that i have a podcast i'm very impatient so this is true <laughs> part of why i don't like um yoga yeah. It's like, it feels like a waste of time. I don't mean that. Right. I really mean like a bad way. And <sighs> I think that people that do it, I have such mad respect, respect for them, but I really do have a hard time with it. So for me, I'm just, my instant go-tos are to get cupped or to get dry needled. So yeah. those are kind of my two things because it's instant relief. So can we talk about, like, talk to me about those. I know that, so I have a massage guy, Mark, who's incredible. Like right. he knows the body. You've, you know Mark. Yeah. But I mean, he's he just like, 
you can't just go get a massage. So if I don't have time for a massage, I feel like that's the quickest way for me to get relief. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like those are sustainable? Let's talk about both, both of those cupping and dry needling. Um, I think that, uh, well, I mean, they're different types of therapy. So like dry needling, I think is good. Um, I'm a fan of, of dry needling, but also then you get that muscle to release or that impingement. Um, whatever we get our body to let go of that memory but then why is that muscle or that deviation getting caused in the first place like so what repetitive movement pattern or imbalance exists that keeps causing you know those muscles to be inhibited or that shoulder pain or that back pain or whatever so you need to work on you know making sure that that stuff is going to more like prehab opposed to like more proactive instead of reactive okay approach um, so yeah, that stuff will give you automatically a quick release from everything. Well, is it long term though? Uh, not unless you correct, not unless you correct correct that movement pattern or that whatever's causing that imbalance to exist. I wonder what's going on with my shoulder. I think it's so weird. Yeah. Because it was originally it was like I came back from Costa Rica. I hadn't done like just lifts in a long yeah. time. I was doing a bunch of like running on the beach and MPAC workouts and I felt my body felt really great. And then we started doing open prep and it was like a ton of handstand pushups and dips. And then my right one was actually worse. And then it ended up now my left one's the one bothering me. So I need to figure that out. I feel like it's only irritated when I fire my pec minor. Yeah, I, I would agree. I mean, I think one started hurting, and then you started compensating for it, and then the other one started hurting because it was compensating for it. The I first know, one. I know. But I've been pretty good about <laughs> avoiding anything that makes it hurt. Oh, yeah. It's way, I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> like, as you get older, right, you realize that, oh, shit, this is going to be my only body that I have, right? I haven't so, realized that yet. Oh, I, well. <laughs> I was being sarcastic. I oh. did 17.1 twice, so I'm pretty sure I wasn't avoiding anything that made my shoulder hurt. But, well, me personally. Yeah. I have. You're a little bit older than I am. I am. I am wise. I have um, wise eyes, Emily. So all right. Well, wants. I'm still not convinced that yoga makes me stronger, but I, <sighs> I don't know. I feel like I, one day I'll realize it. Maybe when I when I hit 30 yeah. or something. And I mean... I, this, I mean, this kind of goes off the whole theme of the, the the talk that we're having. But yoga for me is not necessarily an outlet to make myself stronger, um, but it's also like an outlet to make myself more balanced in in life and my approach to health and wellness and everything. So I use it also to kind of, you know, like my my little bit of a like spiritual outlet and a, a chance for me to just be. Um, have somebody else tell me what to do and just relax and you know I feel a sense of clarity after a yoga class I feel a sense of uh, groundedness uh, not to sound like too yogi um, and a sense of uh, I almost say enlightenment I mean but I don't you I, you can know, say I don't that. Really, say, say what you feel like. say what you just, just, <laughs> just be open about it um, but yeah, when I mean, the thing is too with yoga, there's so many different types of yoga. There's so many different types of yoga, right? So I feel like that everyone can find a type of yoga, or um, that fits them and fits what their fitness looks like. Talk to me about want. a couple. What would my type of yoga be? Um, well, we have <laughs> you have different things, different things that you're drawn to. Um, so those are necessarily not the practices that are great for you so you we've talked like a little bit like you're like more of like a fiery type person so you're probably drawn to more like an ashatanga type practice which is like a physical really physical type of of yoga practice or asana asana is what we call the the actual physical practice of yoga of the eight limbs um but you should probably do more like a yin practice or restorative which is also something that i teach but that one's super hard because then we are sitting in those those postures that I talked about for anywhere from two to six minutes, and you use like really cool props like pillows and, and blankets the and bolster and bolsters. Yeah, I and like the bolster. You like the bolster? I mean, she's been to my yoga class, so I taught yoga at 
wherever for <laughs> a certain amount of time and i was like oh man emily's gonna come to my yoga class all the time and she came like twice but i did come and actually there was one time where i like i couldn't even you got god i just like couldn't be still that's my yeah. issue is i'm really i'm i i'm still in other ways but yoga for me is a really hard way i I need to stop talking about why I don't do yoga because this is about trying to get me to be open-minded. Yeah. But it just, I think I ended up leaving early one of those classes. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah I did. Yeah, because I was just like, oh my God, I have too much to do. I can't turn my mind off yet. Yeah. Because I just hadn't been able to do that with my work yet. I right. I, it's hard to disconnect. Well, talk to me about the benefit of disconnecting. I mean, obviously, I, all of us struggle with this, so like... We're constantly going and going and going, and our mind's always racing, racing, racing. And even when you don't think it is, we're connected, right? So on the phone, we have stimulus all over. And sympathetic, we, man. Yeah. Sympathetic. We're constantly in that sympathetic state. For so. sure. Yeah. Um, that's and that's what that's what the yin, the restorative, helps you get into that parasympathetic, the rest and digest nervous system, which is, I mean, Emily preaches it all the time. Right? So like she said, you're constantly stimulated. We have all these things. We have our cell phones. We have our jobs. We have our relationships. We have life getting away. So we're constantly in that fight or flight mode. So we need some kind of outlet, some kind of modality where we can get into that parasympathetic. So it doesn't have to be yoga for you. It can be like Emily can actually kind of get into that state when she's working out sometimes. Like I think that that's you know that's her form of moving meditation is is certain workouts where she can kind of just turn her brain off and get in the zone for me i kind of have trouble doing that i kind of have trouble just like getting into that that kind of zone with workouts unless it's like a long like run or something like that or like a longer metcon where i can kind of just zone out i have i have trouble doing that oh i love it that's yeah. my favorite when i can just check out and like really just go through if especially moves aren't super technical mm -hmm. and you can just like mm. rock through some yeah. box jumps and deadlifts yeah um yeah you i just agree kind of turn everything off and then you you by turning everything off you can really have a chance to like i hate it too like you talk to these yogis and they're always like oh just let it go just let it go and i kind of have a different approach to that like don't just let it go. Like, it comes up. Like, shit, stuff comes up in your life for a reason. Like, it's constantly coming up. So instead of just, like, letting it go, first you need to acknowledge it. Yeah. Maybe ask yourself, why does this keep coming up? And then you can really have the opportunity to let something go. So they used to always talk about, are you, are you referencing the intention that happens when you go into a uh, yoga class? Yeah. Do yeah. most classes have that set an intention, intention thing? Yeah. I mean, and I mean, one thing I would say about yoga too is a lot of like, it depends on, you have to find something that like an instructor or a teacher that like gels with you and the type of yoga that, that gels with you. And a lot of times they'll offer an intention, be like, oh, um, uh, shit. <laughs> 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 like, uh, like fear, like why, um, why fear keeps coming up for me? Like, what am I afraid of? Like. So, like, put this intention out here and let me, like, resolve it through this practice or, or whatever. And you can use that. You can use whatever. I, I usually just go with kind of, like, whatever I'm feeling that day. Like, yeah. what am I struggling with with my career? Like, why, why, do I, why am I scared to commit to this? You know? So then I'm like, I want this to be kind of... And I just put it out there and then just kind of throughout the practice, if something comes up... And then by the end of it, usually I'll have some kind of resolution, hopefully. Well, good. Um, I'm glad that you're able to, like, you know, it's like yeah. therapy, right? Yeah, it's totally like, it's totally like therapy, for sure. And so, I mean, through that, like, through, it's about this, we're talking about strength and everything, right? So, strength for people is, is different. Like, I feel like that's such a broad thing. Like, you can have, like, you can have, like, power. You can have explosive strength. You can have, you know, mental strength, mental toughness. And kind of what that perfect storm and what that balance looks like for you and health and wellness is different for every person, I feel. What is it for you? For me, it's, I need to have, 
I need to have those days where I go into the gym and just lift heavy things and yeah. throw those around. I need to have that outlet because I've gone, I've gone every way. I've gone where that's all I did. I've gone like full on. I'm gonna be a good CrossFitter kind of thing. Like I made an attempt at it. You know, <laughs> I did. I mean, I was a, you know, I was an athlete and I had it through that. But for me, it's balance. Like I have to have you know, a couple of days where I go in there and I throw heavy weight, I have to be able to go in and do a couple yoga classes. I have to, uh, go in and do some like softer yoga classes or some kind of like gentle yoga or yeah. restorative and just, yoga. I mean, I'll post something, but this guy can like do a handstand, hold a handstand. You're, you're, you're an incredible athlete. Thank you. I mean, it's pretty impressive to see what you can do handstands on. <laughs> I'm so jealous. Every time you do it, I'm like, damn it. <laughs> I've definitely gotten, I've improved my gymnastics because of you, but. Um, Wait, Emily used to do it. So when we used to work at this big box gym, she was like determined to, to like work on her handstand game. And you would just be like walking around the corner and then you just see Emily upside down. <laughs> Because she was like, I'm going to determine, I'm going to get so good at handstands. So just wherever she was, handstands are she a, would do it. They're a work in progress. Um, I actually, this week, uh, hopefully by the time this is airs, you know our set, our five-part Get a Handstand series? Yeah. It's finally on my iPhone app. What? God, it just took how long, but we got it there. So if you guys are interested in how to get a handstand or improving your handstands, me and Wade did a series. Um, you can check out the first one for free and the subscription's cheap and it's just got a ton of ways for you to work on wrist mobility and all the lat mobility and lat engagement. You're so proud of me right now, aren't you? I'm just laughing too because um, Emily teaches classes obviously and one time I filled in for her class and I was like... <laughs> And I spent like the first 15 minutes going over wrist mobility. And then, the... which, if you can imagine, I don't ever spend 15 minutes with my clients on wrist mobility. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, man, I wanted to show these guys handstand or whatever. So I went over it. And then it was so funny the next time Emily comes into class. And I'm, I'm teaching another class, but I can hear them over in the gym. She, she was like, How was Wade? Blah, blah, blah. And they're like, it was really good, but we spent a lot of time on <laughs> wrist mobility. We stretched our so wrists. So they all just tease me now. Every time I'm in the gym, they're like, oh, yeah. Oh, wait, covering class. Are we going to go over wrist mobility? <laughs> but no. it is good. It's important because yeah. so many people, when they're getting handstands, their wrists hurt. Their wrists hurt, So yeah. we, talk, we could talk about that if you want. Yeah. They're just not used to it. Um, they got a for, tight forearms. Tight forearms, yeah, tight wrists, um, you know, carpal tunnel, you have all these things, again, goes back to our sedentary lifestyles, we're sitting at computers, we're driving, we're doing all these things, um, so we don't, you don't think about mobilizing the smaller things in your body, which are super important, like your, like your fingers and your wrists and your toes and your feet, but you know, when things start to break down there, that starts to lead to knee problems, starts to lead to shoulder problems, starts to lead to all these other things. So if we can just, you can always, like, we're just flying here, and I sit there in the airplane, and I stretch, like, each finger one by one. I stretch my wrist. I'm just, like, constantly doing Wade is always like stretching. I'm so jealous because <laughs> I'm, like, I'm going to bed, and he's, like... <laughs> I'm going to mash my lat. I don't know. You were. You, what did you stretch last night? You yeah, stretch? session. Yeah, my yeah. tears and my always stretching and... something, <laughs> which is good, which is important. But I just, it's a habit to get into. Like, is that easy for you to get into the habit? How do you? What's your suggestion for somebody like to make time for mobility and self 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 care? I guess ultimately. Well, it, I guess it just comes back to like people are like I don't have time. I don't have time. Um, but you don't have time for things that you don't see as a priority. Um, Truth. And so, so <laughs> you need to look at this as a priority the way uh, I look at it. It's like if I don't do these things, then I'm not going to be able to, you know, lift the same way I want to. Or I won't be able to do this certain yoga pose. And I won't continue to be able to do these things. So in order to, you know, lift the way that I want to lift or practice yoga the way I want to practice, I need to take time in between and, you know, show myself a little self-love and work on this mobility. But also, you can you can mobilize anywhere. You know, there's never an excuse not to, That's true. you know, work on um, 
work on mobility. Like I said, I was doing it on the airplane. I was working. What's on your favorite rides. mobility tools? Um, you know, obviously I love, I love a lacrosse ball. There's all different types of products out there. I love a lacrosse ball. I love a foam roller. We love the Mark Pro. I love bands. I love using bands for mobility. Yeah, bands I do are love great. The Mark, Mark Pro. Um, what else do we like? Uh, the Alpha Ball. Talk about the, that's like a. I love the Alpha Ball. Yeah, we even tone it up. Fitness has an Alpha Ball. Yeah. Um, and yeah, for sure. I'm trying to think of what else we use. I don't usually use that stick anymore. I think it's mainly the ball and my Mark Pro. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I mean, and you can use, you can use, you have all this stuff laying around your house. That's the thing too. Like, uh, you can use a golf ball, you can use a baseball, you can use a, a dog toy. Ball, you can use a dog toy. I used a rolling pin at my grandma's. Yeah. You can use a, <laughs> a wall, you can use a corner of a wall, you can use But whatever. I do think it's important to address that you can, uh, you can mess up your tissue by foam rolling too much yes absolutely yeah so you can overdo it so mixing it up with like the bands and with the different forms of stretching versus just sitting on a foam roller for like hours yes i think that's important oh and oh i hate this like while we're talking about like foam rolling and using tools you people i see them like oh yeah i totally foam rolled this but they're just like fanatically rolling Humping the ground. Yeah, just like humping the ground or like rolling (laughs) back and forth super aggressively like on a foam roller. Don't avoid that pain, right? Like, and then also, I guess, don't avoid the pain. Like, sit there with that knot and try to breathe through it, right? Like, breathe in through your nose, out of your mouth, and try to really let that tissue melt and sink um, and spend some time with it, I think is huge. What are your favorite, like, go-to mobility books or sites? Like, what do you reference? I know you have that app that you kind of just, I mean, you know the body really well. So outside of your own research experimentation, is is there some good stuff for them? I mean, I obviously have a bunch of stuff on my iPhone app um, for back pain and for shoulder pain. What other resources do you like? I mean, I follow a couple cats, like, on Instagram and stuff, yeah. I guess, um, that I use. Do you have any I, ones that you can remember? I can't re- I use the book, like, I use, like, different anatomy traits and things like that. Apps I use, I use, like, Trigger Point, Trigger Point app. Yeah, and, and you can well. dial in and see where to See what to hit. Which Trigger Point to hit. That's a good one. Yeah. It's just called Trigger Point app? Exactly. It's just called Trigger Point. Cool. Yeah. I like it. Um, okay, so being strong, I'm going to ask everyone this question. Um, f- well, I, I'll start with the question I ask everybody. What is your spirit animal? My spirit animal is a cougar. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you say that? Because that's what it is in the book or whatever. Oh, you, so you looked it yeah. up in the book? Yeah, okay. in the book. And I think it's funny, too, because I used, I was like, in my room, in my room, at my parents' house. Uh, I used to always have, I had like pictures of like a, a puma in there, like just like a, a cougar and stuff. And I've always like been drawn to this animal. And then Emily's super into spirit animals <laughs> and she has this spirit animal book. And You're a cougar. And I'm a cougar. Well, I wish I had my book. Oh, I mean, oh, so I could can read, read it, what cougar def- is. But yeah. um, do you remember anything about it? Why you liked it? What, what it was about the cougar? I think it was like um, you... You're, I can be like a leader, but I'm not like drawn to like necessarily be a leader. It's if no one's around, then I step up into that role. Like I try to, like if I'm around Emily, it's cool because she's, she's, she's the alpha and I can just like follow her. But if I'm around like other people and they need someone to step up, like that's me. Yeah. Also, I like enjoy being around people, but I also love that, Introvert, you know, yeah. I'm kind of, introverted at the same time which if you met me you wouldn't think that but i totally dig my alone time i know we're gonna get sick of each other we're at the nutritional therapy association conference which is the school i went to to become a a practitioner and we're hanging around each other all weekend you're gonna have to to let me know when you need some 
chill time. Some chill time. Because <laughs> I'm the same way. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, any advice that you live by? What's your mantra? Do you have like a quote that you really, that resonates with you that you think about when shit goes down or you get, you know, frustrated with things or that just pops up in your head? You know, it sounds like super corny, but I try to just, instead of like being super reactive around things, I like to let things sit and kind of take them in for a second before I overreact to things. Because I used to just go one direction or the other. And uh-huh. I feel like as I've matured, I'll sit back and see how, like, you know, something keeps bothering me. So instead, like I said, going back to the yoga thing. I'm like, why is this bothering me? Like, why am I allowing this? And, you know, usually you'll find out like, oh, this person's like really annoying me or this is really annoying me. It's only because I'm allowing that to happen. Yeah. Right. So I feel like that's more now it's it's a me problem. Like, it's not like, oh, this person's like this. They're like this. Well, I'm allowing them to affect me like that. So now I'm kind of, you know, deeper in that whole kind of process instead of, you know, just being like, oh, this person sucks. Well. You know, that person's that person. So yeah. it's like... I like it. I mean, that's very yogi of you. You like that? <laughs> very yogi of you. Um, Namaste. At, at any point... Next question. At any point <laughs> in your life, have you felt weak? Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, more than, you know, more than I'm willing to admit. Um, when have I felt weak? I felt weak in times of, uh, well, when I've transitioned in jobs and things like that, not really knowing where my life was going to go, um, not having like any sense of direction. I felt weak. Uh, when I finished wrestling, I didn't have any kind of clue, like what I wanted to do with my life. And then somehow just, you know, the, the whole personal training thing kind of just fell into my lap and originally this is like something i always say like it's weird but i never thought that i'd be the kind of person that enjoyed helping other people like that just wasn't me you know uh my my dad's a teacher my mom's a teacher my brother's you know a philanthropic person and for me i was like that's not me and then i started you know getting into personal training started helping people you know initially i was like mainly dealt with weight loss clients and you know just helping somebody go down that path and watching them really change and blossom and you know them start to get their confidence and you know start to feel good about who they were it really affected me and I feel like you know that's something that I'm very thankful for but prior to that I just you know didn't know where I was gonna go so I'm so happy that you found that that I found that have you ever felt physically weak yeah yeah, when I lifted with Emily, <laughs> and oh, she was whatever. like squat punk. <laughs> uh, but that actually, you know, that's true. That is true. I mean, I'm joking, but at the same time, I'm very serious because, you know, like I said prior to that, I was this big, like, you know, macho athlete guy, and I never had worked out with a, you know, a female that had like been able to really like be on par with me and like push me and. You know, that's like a different type of humility that, you know, most men aren't like willing to admit to, you know, and so like to have Emily like beat me in workouts and I'm like, like, what, what is this? What's going on? Like, I need to pick my game up and I, I I didn't feel weak, but it, you know, it just gave me more perspective on, you know, on everything, I guess in life. Thanks for letting me beat you. I'm just kidding. You beat me in so many things. You you give me credit. Well, I didn't but... say I never won. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> we kept it pretty even. Um, okay, so then my last question for you. Do you have, like, your favorite program that you've been on, strength training program, or, some, you know, some sort of... Yeah, I guess that's my question. Like, what program have you done that you really love? Just kind of finishing up with some strength stuff. Like, what's something that you've responded really well to, or what's something that you really personally loved because everyone that I talk to is going to be different I think that it's super important to find some kind of to follow some kind of programming Uh, I think that that's that's huge it's absolutely huge because without it you're kind of just going in there and hoping that everything works out for you so true you know you don't know 
you're just putting on you know certain weights on the bar and you're constantly trying to increase things and a lot of times you can overtrain that way uh i like so just like people you know just because i started the gym at keystone when i yeah. moved to keystone i had been a gym rat forever i just didn't know what the hell i was doing so right. there was so many times i was like i mean even on some of the episodes in real world i'm at the gym with my cutoff being a meathead but i didn't actually see results until i stuck with a program yeah and so i think that's huge is like just because you love to work out and it's a big part of your life take the time to it's almost a lot of people it's humility right yeah. it's being humble and just saying i need somebody to tell me what to do because that it's just gonna go so 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 far and i i mean so one of my favorite was I mean I did fit to win Matt Chan's and Eric's program. With, train for the win. Train for the win. Sorry. Train, <laughs> train for the win. You really stuck with it. Yeah. No, I did. Yeah. I did stick with it for a long time, and I liked that because I was, you know, I was lifting with find find people that that you like to work out with and totally. that push you. Yeah. Um, if it's not fun, you're not gonna stick with it. Yeah, we had a great crew. And we had that. a we had a great crew, and I love you know following programming. Um, so I think that go out there. Emily has great strength programming. Yeah, Wade actually helped me um, with the build program for my MFIT, Get Strong, my six-week strength training program. Yeah. I'm so glad you did because it's just really good to get a different perspective and work together on that. That was really awesome. Yeah. Um, okay, you are on Instagram, FitFlow Colorado. Yes, Is ma'am. Is it fit underscore Score flow, flow underscore, underscore C-O. C-O. Wade Kilgore. I try to get him to post more, but... I'm on it, all right? I'm on it, guys. <laughs> a lot of videos coming. <laughs> we'll see. I've heard that before. <laughs> um, any other thing you want to talk about, about getting strong? Anything you last second stuff? Um, I would just say that it's it's a process. So you're going to have days where you go into the gym and, you know, you're not going to hit your numbers. Yeah. And, you know, just know that that's not the end of the world because you can go in the next day and you can crush it. So don't get discouraged about that. It's it's easy to get stuck or let that get you down and kind of go into that spiral motion or you you know you miss a day of your working out or whatever and you're just like and then it just becomes perpetual. Don't don't let it be perpetual. Just be like chalk it up. It is what it is. As soon as you accept it and know that that's okay, and that's when the cycle doesn't happen, right? Yeah. So like, oh my god, I suck. Or, oh, I just, like, I can't believe I'm failing. It's yeah. like as soon as you think that, then you're going to start, you're going to be less likely to be motivated yeah. to do it. So that's a great point. I really like that. We see that a lot with our clients. Yeah, like, with we, lifting, nutrition, everything. Don't. Don't give up. Don't give up. Yep. Stay with it. Be strong. Be strong. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thanks for coming. Somebody should make a shirt. Thanks for coming. <laughs> 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 check uh it was great to have you on wade thank you for having me you're welcome have a great day guys we'll see you next time bye <laughs>